All right, so um, the drive takes about, uh, uh, yeah, 25 minutes, half an hour. And eventually you pull up. It seems to be a fairly decently nice-looking apartment building. Like, it's only maybe um, five stories in height and stuff, but it seems to be in a well-to-do part of town, like the sort of thing that people would pay quite a few pounds in order to, you know, have an apartment there. And Fancy. Yeah, exactly. And as you guys head up towards the building, you can see a number of glass shards on the sidewalk. Hmm. Like, a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, and... They're in very, very small fragments, as though they fell from a great height. So he broke out. Um, Not yeah. in. <laughs> and looking around, you can see that the police have cordoned it off and stuff like that, and put some markers up and things like that. And looking up, you can see on the very top floor that there is, uh, yeah, some. it seems to be a shattered window on the top floor. Hmm. All right, on, like, top floor of a fifth-story building. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's the officer that was in charge of the scene before we're brought in? Hmm. The officer that you're that is in charge of things is Officer Williams, Penny Williams. Uh, in inspector or constable? Um, constable. She was the one who was originally called to the scene uh, when the incident occurred last night. So she's uh yeah, she seems to be an older woman. She's been on the force for even longer than you have. So she's yeah. in her um, like early 60s and stuff, okay. silvery hair and all that, and she looks very tired as she's nursing a cup of coffee at the moment. Mm. Williams, nice to see you. Uh, Blackmore, good to see you too. How goes it? Uh, not too bad. What all can right. you tell us about the uh, incident here? Uh, Alright, well, apparently um, there was an incident last night. Uh, specifically, the folks who called in were the uh, were the neighbors who were living, uh, I believe, on the floor below. They heard the sign these sounds of a scuffle upstairs and then they heard a shattering glass and something fall by their apartment window and after that they called uh, yeah they called Scotland Yard and brought us here hmm. uh, have you spoken to the uh, Miss Chambers the victim uh, yes we've spoken to her she hasn't been able to tell us much uh, just the details involving uh, who the person was what they looked like it's an odd case that's to be certain what makes it so odd well, the person who attacked them, this alleged vampire, so they say, looked exactly like a ten-year-old girl. Hmm. Well, vampires are supposedly immortal, so depending on when they turn, that could be an interesting case. Hmm. Can't vampires also change their shapes? I don't know. You're the one that did the research. <laughs> I think back to the book <laughs> I ate. Roll Knowledge Myth. Ten. Um... You don't, yeah. Um, you, vampires are not said to be able to change their shape despite what people might say. So they can't say. turn a bat? No. Right. They can't escape from being caught in a net? I mean, a web? Mm. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, sorry, no. Oh man, that means vampires can be taken on by Scooby to the Scooby the Mystery Gang. Mm. <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah. Um, anything else Williams has to say regarding this? Uh. We also spoke to the building manager. He said he let somebody in here late last night around uh, 11.45-ish, around the same time, shortly before this whole thing occurred, apparently. Hmm. Is it a buzz-in, or how do you uh, get into the building? It is a buzz-in. You can also speak... Uh, there's also somebody on door duty who can speak to individuals. Uh, yeah, he said that he saw a... Yeah, a scared-looking little girl. She said that her uh, she needed to speak to her parents and that they were in the building and stuff. He felt sorry for her and he let her in. All right. Mm. All right. 
should be good to go off of. Mm. Uh, you get some sleep, yeah? It looks like you need it. I do indeed. Much appreciated. Alright, I'll let you take over here, Black. Alright, so I basically just relay the information to you guys. Mm. Um, basically, so I think one of us should probably talk to the building superintendent, see if we can get some sort of CCTV from the front door. Uh, I'll go talk to Miss Chambers, see mm. if I can find anything about that. Um, other than that, general rules apply, look for evidence, any sort of things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I will um, go talk to the building manager. Um, I'm going to talk to Chambers to you. All right. Okay. Just going to take a look at the scene, specifically the glass outside. Okay. And do like a forensics to sure. check for yeah. blood. Go ahead. Out of character, but somebody might be able to check outside the building if they were able to climb up it. Hmm. Well, okay. if, yeah. the, if she was let in yeah. the build, well, if she was let in the building from downstairs, then that kind of circumvents that. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess she probably didn't jump out and then like climb across the side. Yeah, probably just went directly from out, from inside to outside to on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking around, Chip, uh, you see that yeah, the glass has landed in a way that indicates that you know somebody obviously broke through the window from inside. It matches all the fall mm-hmm. patterns. You look around for blood, and you find a few errant drops here and there. Uh, very, very small, though. There, despite the amount of glass that was shattered, there's blood of a child. There is so a, small. Kids' blood is smaller. <laughs> Tiny blood vessel. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, definitely a very, very small amount of blood, despite the glass that was shattered. Uh, is there any blood on the glass? Um, yes, a little bit here and there. All right. Well, he'll make sure to like. Get those bagged up. Bag it and tag it. Yeah, okay. Um, j- just for curiosity's sake, he's going to use a little bit of his holy water to squirt one one of the blood things, see if anything happens. Um, okay. Ah, so you just uh, do a, like, you know, with uh, give it a fine misting of holy water, and the blood on the glass immediately begins to hiss and bubble and steam oh, before okay. starting to slightly Super evaporate. That's how we know that Creedy is actually the the alien. And now it's going to eat the other dude tied to the chair. <laughs> Why do we tie all of them to the same chair? Damn it! Foolish. Mm. All right, so it definitely is, looks like an actual-ass vampire. Yeah, mm. or something else that has that, whose blood reacts. More, what matters more is that we know it believes in God. Mm. <laughs> no, remember, holy water works regardless of belief. Yes. Oh. Only actually symbols work. For... Yeah, but we do know that it's Catholic because, um, according to the incident oh, report, Chambers that. used a cross, and she's formerly Roman Catholic. Mm. So, at the very least, it's a Christian denomination that believes in Jesus Christ. Mm. All right, so, so we can lie to it and convince that we're Jesus. <laughs> so, in the meantime, uh, At least John can. Philestra, you said yes. that you're going to speak to yes. uh, Williams, okay? Yes. Yeah, as am I. So. All right, so I'm convinced as Philestra that. Um, there has to be a motive why her, yeah, this child went through all the, this to go through. Could it be in the concierge? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of work to get one yeah. person. Yeah, and uh, like and again, I'm also something. trying to think like, okay, well, it got into the building, but what exactly is considered domicile? Like, why did she let them in in the first place? But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm in, assuming in there's... the apartment as yeah. opposed to in the hallway. Exactly. But yeah, we will we will head up to the fifth floor to uh, okay. Miss Chambers' uh, All right. apartment. And Quincy, uh, you said you're going to talk to the building manager? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so building manager is a uh, reedy little old man. Uh, like, a lot, lost a lot of his hair with only a few tufts around his temples and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can't exactly say. Uh, 
It happened early last night, but uh, I heard a knock on the door, and then I went over to investigate, and there was a little girl there. She was looking, uh, you know, she was giving me the sad eyes and all that, whimpering, bottom lip trembling and all. I asked her what the matter was. She said uh, that her mommy and daddy were missing and that they were inside and that she needed to see them. So it's like it's like you, but with even like like it's like you, but instead of faking the the cognitive dissonance, it is the cognitive dissonance. Mm. Uh, I rolled a twelve on my empathy. Is he telling the truth? Yeah, seems to be. Okay. I I asked her which uh, apartment it was. She said she didn't know they moved in recently, and that she was just very cold and she needed to come inside. And poor thing, she had uh, it looked like she was about to cry, so I let her in. And. What happened after that? Well, then a vampire attacked the woman on the top floor, so I suppose that was my bad. <laughs> but, so she just ran away from you? You didn't well, stay with her? She was very quick, surprisingly so. I can't move very much these days, but, um, no, she got away from me and went up the stairs before I could go after her. <laughs> she was fast, too. Surprisingly fast. Could you possibly describe what she looked like to oh. a, 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 a forensic artist? Absolutely, forensic artist. I could. I remember each and every detail about that uh, about her as well. She was wearing this very gothic dress. It had many layers and many <laughs> bows. I don't know why. It was she had twelve parasols, <laughs> each lacier than the next. <laughs> yeah. Also, you could probably just get like. Most apartments have, like, CCTV in the front yeah. hall, so you yeah. could probably also grab that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll ask about that, okay. too. Uh, Is there any video? Um, I believe so, yes. Um, I can pull up the tapes for you, just a moment. And so he goes over and he begins fiddling with the computer, and soon enough... I'm gonna try to help him. Okay, um... Wow. Two old men trying to figure out... <laughs> wow, so there's a total of two fingers on that keyboard. Yeah. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> okay. V... I, okay. E, e, O. So, um, one. <laughs> why we'll go back to you on that. Yeah. So the two of you right, go upstairs slow. to the fifth floor. All right. So yeah. So in the elevator, I'm like, um, you know, like uh, I asked the Lester actually, like, have you ever done like a police interview before? I'm assuming no, but I'm just asking basically. Um, out of character, haven't we interviewed people suspects before? I don't know. If, we were, if I was there with you before when we did that, actually, I um, I listened to the recordings recently. I don't believe Thalester has ever been involved okay. in something like this. Yeah, so like I just like you know going up and realize, have you? I am well versed in the darkness of men's hearts. <laughs> Not an answer to the question, but okay. Just you know, you're an intimidating figure, so please try and whatever information we require. Will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> By any means necessary. <laughs> Every time Blackmore turns around, Belester just pulls out a knife and starts threatening her. I don't need knife. No, she's no, like no. sharpening. <laughs> she, she actually is like sharpening one of her fingernails. I know, and, I like, sparks can, kick up I every time. I transform myself. Oh, yeah. So just I... like every time Blackmore turns around, you transform into a giant spider and just scare the shit out of her. Yeah. So, like, when you transform, is it like all, all the fingers like morph together into like big spider limbs? Um, or is it like the limbs burst out of your sides? Like, what kind of transformation is it? Is it like magic or is it like grotesque? It's, it's magic. Okay. Yeah. I, I imagine it's more like you kind of like tear off the illusory human form. And the spider underneath just kind of like yeah, pops it's, out. Yeah, it's like it just it just melts away. It's mm. like animorphs. It's, like, mm. it's not like animorphs. 
shutting that down. <laughs> oh no, I got stuck in the middle. Fuck. Oh no, I'm stuck in my morph form. Fuck. So, um, the two of you ride the elevator upstairs, and shortly after you end your conversation, the door opens. Oh yeah, uh, other question. What rank is Thalestra, now that I'm thinking about it? Talented amateur. That's not a rank in Scotland Yard. Uh, consultant? Consultant, yeah. Police informant. Um, you Stool believe, pigeon? <laughs> um, you believe that, uh, according to her badge, uh, her... Yeah, specialized consultant is the rank that she's been given. This is a, okay. this is a castle slash bones situation. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like... You have no power here! <laughs> we, like, all listen to her. She has a ton of authority. She is able to somehow exercise that amount of yeah. authority she doesn't have. Uh, yeah. 14 plus 2 command. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. You, All yeah. right. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll head over to the the apartment. We'll All right. Knock on the door. Okay. Yeah. Um, All oh, right. Yes. The Lestra is now wearing a black the yeah the door uh, the door is actually been crisscrossed with police tape the door opens and you see a police officer inside he gives you a brisk nod before gesturing at both of you to come in all right uh looking around you can see that the apartment is in some degree of disarray it's a very nice place like you know very uh high ceilings is and there stuff any ancient family silver in here um just start pocketing it uh you're, use it. you're not sure but uh like you know very uh, sleek, um, like IKEA style furniture and stuff like that. Whoever, except, except it's not IKEA. Well, it's IKEA stylings, but like yes. made of actual wood. Exactly. Yes. Like it has IKEA that, levels of simplicity. Yeah, it's very simple but very sleek and well designed. Whoever owns this place paid a lot of money for it, mm-hmm. and a lot of the furniture like has been. Some of it has been uh, thrown clear across the room. Some of it is upended. There are shards all around the kitchen from where presumably drinking glasses have been thrown around and stuff like that. And so, so it definitely looks like there's been a struggle. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but... And looking over at the far side of the room, there is a floor-to-ceiling window, and the, at the bottom it has been, like, shattered with presumably a rough sort of hole through which, you know, somebody could have presumably escaped and all that. Okay. Oh, jump straight out. And sitting on a nearby couch, an officer is talking to a young woman who is just uh, sobbing into her hands, apparently. Okay. Uh, her shoulders is shaking slightly. Alright, so, um, before we do, uh, before we, like, really go hard in the paint, um, Blackmore... Good cop, bad cop? I'm a bad cop. Oh, I mean, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Blackmore is going to assign his abilities for, uh, the investigation stuff. All right. So he's going to put in a point for his empathic recall. Okay. And, uh, a couple points into his, um, empathic insight. Okay. Uh, alright, so we, we head over to the couch, I, I, like, tag out the cop that's talking to her at the, at the moment, mm-hmm. and then I sit down, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Miss Chambers. Mm. Oh, wait, I tell the cop, remove yourself. Uh, and he's just, <laughs> I, and then he looks down at, he sees your badge, and he looks over, and... I, I just look at him, and like, give him the look of, like, just, just do it, man. <laughs> he n- just not... I don't want him to be around when this investigation, he... I mean, interrogation goes down. <laughs> He nods slightly and slowly makes his way out of the room. Yeah. And so the woman looks up at you, and the first thing that you note is she is stunningly pretty. Hmm. Like, um, uh, she, despite <laughs> the fact that she's obviously been crying and... You might be and... dead, but... <laughs> <laughs> mm. You still got feelings. <laughs> mm. 
Alright, um, basically, she seems to be in her mid-twenties or so, and, uh, yeah, despite the fact that she's obviously been through a lot, she hasn't had much sleep, and she's been crying quite a bit, like, she is still almost, like, you know, catalog uh, style pretty. Like, the sort of person that you would Sears see in a magazine. Catalog. Like, Whoa. she's been crying all night, and yet somehow she still has mascara and eyeliner like, on? It's fucking weird. The mascara and eyeliner has run down in a way that serves to accent her features. But, yeah, um, she is not an ugly crier, that is for sure. Mm. And as she looks up at you, uh, like, her brown hair is in tresses that even looking a bit rumpled and messed up and stuff like that, it is still, like, in... You know, just the perfect way. Mm. And yeah, she looks up at you with bright blue eyes burning with tears. I'm just waiting for the she boobed breastly. (laughs) (laughs) Her heaving bosoms bosoms harder than you could have (laughs) imagined. Yes, as they do every morning when she wakes up. Okay, okay. She sexed sexually. Yeah. (laughs) Down the room. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, anyway. Hello. Uh, May I, are you one of the officers here to invest in me? Listen, I've, it's been a very long day. Is there anything else that you need? Well, uh, Miss Chambers, my name is Inspector Blackmore. This is Specialist Consultant Valestra. Hello. We're Pleasure. members of the Mythos Unit. Oh, I see. All right. We just have a few questions regarding the incident, and then you'll be free to, and then you'll oh. be free to leave. If there's anything I can help you with, anything at all. Okay. Uh, so. First thing, so could you describe to us the incident that happened last night? Well, it was about... It was close to midnight. Close to midnight! (laughs) I had a very long day. um, I work uh, downtown with fashion, you see. And... And... This is clear with my perk body. (laughs) I I had poured myself a nightcap and I was getting ready to go to bed when I heard a knock at the door. And I went to open it, and there was this young girl standing outside, looking, uh, well, she was looking all kinds of out of sorts, and she asked me if uh, she could use my phone. I, um, I was about to ask what she was doing up here, but she seemed scared and lost, and I felt, well, you know, one simple phone call wouldn't hurt, so I told her to come on in, and before I could ask if she wanted a glass of water, she... <laughs> she attacked me! <laughs> and she just proceeds to go into a few more hysterics. Okay. Um, I kind of, like, look at her neck and her wrists. Are there any, like, bruising or anything uh, like yeah, that? Yeah, you see a bit of uh, bruising along her left wrist, as well as a mark along the back of her right hand, as though a pair of claws had uh, gashed open. Okay. Um, alright. When she attacked you, what happened? <laughs> She grabbed my wrist, and I think she was going to go for my neck. I tried to fight her off, and um, I was able to pry her off for a moment. I ran into the living room, and I saw... And she gestures over the wall. My family, we've had a... a well, I'm Catholic, you see, and we have a crucifix hanging up around there. I love Jesus. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get it, but um, she was tearing up all our furniture. And she gestures at the destroyed room, and I barely managed to get there in time, but, yeah. How did you know she was a vampire? She, I saw her teeth. I saw her teeth. They were, they were gigantic. It was horrible. And then I grabbed the crucifix, and then she just hissed and started backing away from me, and I just thrust it at her some more, and then she fled and ran for the window before I knew what was happening. She crashed through it and 
All right, I'm going to uh, roll my empathy check. I'm going to roll ahead. bullshit on this. Mm. Uh, okay, I'll... Uh, so that is a 20 altogether with the uh, the empathic insight. Mm. There is something off about her. Of course. Like, there are... There is... I have ran this unusually fast child and also fought her off. And like, also knew that she was a vampire immediately. You sense distress and all that stuff, but it seems manufactured almost, as if by a very well-trained actor. Hmm. Interesting. Had you... Throw her out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That can be arranged. <laughs> it can be arranged once. The last turn through your conscience. Throw her out the window. We just put a net on her. Yeah. I keep saying net instead of web. <laughs> web. That's what I mean. The last is actually a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> I would get fish. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, wait a minute. So, from her story, she said that um, so the it attacked her, mm-hmm. and then when she ran to grab the crucifix, it just started tearing up her furniture. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it kept coming after me, but I was... It tried to come at me, but despite the fact that it was so fast, I was able to keep ahead of it, but just barely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you remember... Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> You're in on it, aren't you? You're killing people! You're taking their blood and feeding them vampires! Mm. Sorry, yep. just gotta shake the tree to see what falls out. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Time for the cold felt detective yeah. uh, method of detecting. Bum, bum, blum. Alright, so yeah, so something definitely seems off about this. Mm. Can you... The, you said that uh, when you saw this girl, was it someone that you recognized, or...? No, I didn't know her, but I... Uh, she just seemed like she needed help, and mm. I couldn't do nothing. Alright, um, I, I look over at Thalestra and just to see if she has any questions, and so we can kind of, like, tag out. Blackmore, like, you can get the sense that Blackmore kind of wants to take a better look around. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Valestra, uh, is standing there, arms crossed, uh, completely blank poker face. Mm-hmm. Um, would you mind keeping Miss Chambers a bit of company? I just want to take a look around for a second. By all means. <laughs> and so, um, Franklin will get up. Yep. And he's going to use his, uh, empathic recall ability. Uh, and see if there's any, like, empathically charged objects. I'm assuming the cross is one of them. Yeah. But is there anything else that sort of, like, pings off? Or actually, I, I do pick up the cross. I okay. want to see, I want to use my post-cognition on it to see what it's, uh, like, what it could reveal about this. Your hand falls off. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Blackmore, like, turns around, Valestra's gonna do something. Okay. Okay. Well, you see Blackmore go, like, pick up the cross, and you see him go into that, like, uh, trance you've seen him do it before. Do, you do your his... eyes turn all, like, white? Uh, I wouldn't say white, but you kind of notice he does zone out a little bit. Okay. So, picking up the cross, you immediately begin focusing on it, and suddenly you are dragged back visually to the world through the Elizabeth Chamber's eyes, um, as you see a blurred memory of her holding up a crucifix and thrusting it at this small figure who is hissing at her repeatedly before making a run, like it is a flash of movement and then a, an enormous shattering of glass as it begins to cascade down from the shattered window. Okay. But certainly, based on what I've seen there, there's no way that she could have gotten away from this thing. It seems as though, based on the speed at which this thing moves, like, what the woman is saying about, like, it coming after her and her running away from it is, like, 
the only way it would be possible for it to be is if it was like comically bad stage fighting like you know from an old movie where despite the chase it never looks off that yeah like a lot of Quentin Fleming basically exactly and then uh, you see the memory continues though um, she turns around her hand uh, still grasping the crucifix and uh, yeah uh, you see her pull up a phone in fact her own phone and she begins to dial a number on it mm. but it's not 911 and then the, suddenly the memory cuts out Okay. Do you get the whole phone number or just part of it? Uh, just part of it. Okay. Uh, was it I, your home? Part of it will probably give you at least area code. Yeah, I was going to say, is it, at least, is it in this city area code? Um, yeah, actually it is. Okay. Um, was it her cell phone or her home phone? Um, it seemed to be her cell phone. Hmm. She grabs the cord and she runs all the way from the kitchen. <laughs> or actually, it does seem to be a cell phone, I should say. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so while Franklin's doing his little trance thing... <laughs> Well, Franklin's off. So, okay. um, Delestra, so I'm guessing there's more than one couch. Uh, there's a wine couch. It is or, the... Okay, is there a coffee table? There is. Is it large and expensive looking? I'd say so. Solid wood? Yes. Mid-century modern? Yes. <laughs> Alright, Delestra picks it up and breaks it in half. <laughs> <laughs> so, sudden... You ah, can... bad cough, I see. <laughs> so, so, uh, Franklin, as you are, uh, as you come out of the memory, think to yourself... A cell phone, but where could it? And suddenly there is an enormous <laughs> crack. Can, can we actually say that? I want to give Glesser a little space to do something okay. after this. Yeah, I'm still in the. the okay, okay, yeah. sure. Let's okay. say that. So there is a as you shatter, the, you pick up the table on two of its legs, and before she can respond, you bring it down and crack it completely in half, sending splinters flying everywhere. Yeah. And the girl screams and. What, what are you doing? Celestra <laughs> uh, says, I believe you are not being completely honest. That, that's my table! Why did you smash my table? My mid-century table! <laughs> <laughs> she steps forward. <clears throat> and um, is there any other uh, large... <laughs> what other things that I well, break in this room? There are many upturned things around the room. Um, there is... Alright, she's just going to pick her up then. Okay, so yeah, you pick her up by... Uh, Very legal. Yeah. <laughs> Very legal. Yeah. Um, and also suddenly, Celestra seems a lot taller than before. Like, okay. maybe two feet taller than before. Alright, so <laughs> you pick her up, and her bosom boobily bounces <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you lift her into the air. Sex fully <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're gonna end up on the internet and get cancelled. <laughs> okay, so, uh, now. And yeah, she seems absolutely, genuinely terrified as more tears are pouring down her face, and she's grasping at your ri wrist, and she is completely helpless. Okay. <clears throat> Why did the vampire come here? I don't know! I don't know! You're free to make an intimidation check if you I'm like. I'm to do it. Okay, how do I roll? Again? So, uh, take two ten-sided dice. Done. Okay, that is an eleven total. And on the list for intimidate, the first, that one. So, wait, you want fourteen intimidate? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah, something about, you know, like, primordial spider. Uh, no, I'm, it makes sense. Yes. I'm not saying it doesn't so, make sense. I'm going to sweeten the deal by breaking the table. So, <laughs> yeah. 14 plus 11 is 25. Yes. So, um, she's just... I don't know. I don't know why she came here. Leave me alone. Just put me down. Put me down. Now. Hmm. And you're starting to guess that oh, something's going on. Yeah. Interesting. 
okay. She's gonna say, she's gonna move her face really close to her, looking her directly in the eyes, or what? And it's at this point that Franklin comes out of the trance. Uh, Miss Chambers, do you have a cell phone? And the, and the two of them just wah, 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 wah. And suddenly she sees you Franklin and just <laughs> and yeah she just sets up a fresh bout of tears okay uh, so do I manage to see her while she's got that like stone cold demeanor on before she switches over to the crocodile tears you can roll me either perception or empathy whichever you prefer I will roll empathy I can tell by the different layers of tears <laughs> that these were farther in The straddle. <laughs> yeah. Cut her open. Right, well, See how many times she cried. It's still... See the rings. Eight plus nine, so... What's that? Seventeen plus seven, so... Twenty-four. Yes. Dang. That's quite a lot. That's quite a lot indeed. You're just as good at empathying as I am intimidating. Um, You're the best pop team ever! <laughs> you get something before the facade goes back up, but it actually kind of remind Like, yeah, it kind of reminds you of, um... Yeah, something that looks uh, sweet and beautiful and adorable, but there is something underneath. Ah, uh, yes. The big, uh, yes. Uh, the femme fatale, of course. Mm. She'll attempt to breastily stab me Not in the back. Not just talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, Blackmore just kind of, like, puts the crucifix down and is like, Balestra, please put down Miss Chambers. She lies. <laughs> I know that, but we can't necessarily just be picking up people because we can. Put me down! Put me down! Is it- um, she just drops her, but, like, from, like... A few feet off. So, yeah, she crumples to the ground mm. like tissue paper. Mm. And, yeah, once more she begins just, yeah, um, sobbing as daintily as it is bosomly. I, I think we're bosomed out. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> We've got, we had enough. We're we, done. We all have, yes. Okay, um... Are you going to say anything about the cell phone? Yeah, so I basically just go, Miss Chambers, do you have a... Miss Chambers, where is your cell phone? <laughs> it's, um... It's... You think you might have to roll, like, personality to calm her down, or diplomacy to maybe, you know, try and, you know, right. keep things... I will attempt to roll diplomacy. Yeah. Uh, that is a 12 plus 7. That is a... Oh, 12 plus 8. That is a 20 altogether. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Like, Blackmore goes over and says, like, Delestra, maybe you should um, take a walk. Um, and he, he says so in, like, a very kind of, like, I have your back on this. I just need it to make it look like I'm taking control of the situation. Um, she... Okay. So, very well. So she glides away. She, uh, <laughs> she stands, but with you know, weak-looking legs, and she just stumbles her way over to a bedside, like a, you know, an end table where her purse is, and she pulls out a phone, a very nice-looking case and stuff like that. This is not the phone that you saw in her vision. You have a different phone. I don't know what you said. This is my phone. No, I'm fairly certain you have a different phone. I've seen it. Mm, okay, uh, while you're talking to Lester, are you going to look for anything particular? Um... If you'd like to make a blanket investigation check, you're welcome to. Yeah, um, I guess. Sure. Oh. 16? Uh, 16. Okay. Um, take a look around. Let me think. One, just before you do that, Chris. Yeah, uh, the phone up? that I saw in the vision, is that similar to the burner phone that we found at that one gangster's apartment? 
It looks very, very similar. Okay. And looking around, looking around, Philestra, you also see um, something against, like, there was a big indentation in the far wall as though something hit it at a very high speed. But, um, yeah, it seems to be like a very large, like maybe 10 feet in diameter altogether. But like a circle? It, yeah, yeah, like a circular indent as though something was thrown against it. It doesn't look like. Yeah, like, every other mark has been, like, left by what is most likely a vampire. Like, gouges in the furniture and stuff like that and all kinds of things. But some kind of energy blast. This is different, yeah. You're not sure, but it's definitely unusual. Yeah. And so she looks... Look, do you... You have no idea what you're talking about. I. This is my only phone. And as far as I'm concerned, one of your agents just broke one of my family's heirlooms. A piece of antique furniture... And I saw people who were photographing the crime scene earlier, and it was intact then. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> do I need to roll empathy to see if she's bullshitting on the, uh, the family artifact? All, all the left has to do is pick her up again and then look at her deeper in the eye and say, Diplomatic immunity! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, um, I love that shit. Um, it's, no, it seems... You're full of good ideas, Joey. <laughs> you don't think she's lying. There are definitely some teeth in her words, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. And so I think it would probably be in your best interest if you left right now. Oh, my, my, before my. I, before I call in the other officers and have, and show them what you did. My, my. You, sir, seemed to get out of that funk rather quickly, didn't you? <laughs> and at this, Blackmore's putting on maximum smug. Oh. <laughs> Time for the parlor scene, because there's only one person. <laughs> you did it! <laughs> so she's just, yeah. lo- she is looking straight back at you, and you should leave now. I suppose maybe we should. You should bring Chip in, and Chip and Thalestra can be bad cop, worst cop. <laughs> yeah. But he's human. Yeah. yeah. Her family and wilds won't work on you, though. Hmm. Well, we could. However, we would still need to be able to look around for the evidence of this attacker against you. If you sent us off now, it would be a shame if we weren't able to come up with anything. And she just looks at you and... Given the officers outside, I think I'm willing to take my chances. Um, Celestra at this moment will say... What's her last name again? Chambers. You do realize, Miss Chambers, that we are authorized to take myths into our custody. And she gestures, uh, renegade myths, and she gestures at the giant indentation on the wall. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if, if you do not begin explaining yourself, I believe this is cause enough for your detention? But I'm not a myth. I I was born here. I'm a citizen of the British Empire. So I love uh, imperialism. Well, okay, my so favorite. Hold, hold on. So at this, Blackmore says, so says so was Mahatma Gandhi, but we all saw how that turned out. Look, I was attacked last night. Oh, that's Gandhi references. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was attacked by a vampire last night. They probably flew into the wall or something when they were coming after me. I don't know how it happened. I don't know, because I'm not a myth. Mineral eerie. I was right. just going to say, there's a good way we can find out. We can just... Ooh, yeah. we Too can bad just we don't have the litmus bird here. here. We could have looked at that. Ooh. Actually, did one of you have a pact with the litmus bird? No, it's not sent here. No. You can still make a pact with it, though. In the same way that you can make a pact yeah, with... We can only make pact with things We can incapacitate her and then put a dreamcatcher on. All right. Okay, well... We're not going to do that, because Blackmore sure? is still sure? a good cop. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, that is a twenty-two for eerie. eerie. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, you are definitely picking up. Uh, like, sort of sensing out oh, with to... any sort of sixth sense you might have. Like, you just, you can definitely sense that there is there are the traces of a myth in this room and stuff, but you don't sense anything. Well, actually, you are maybe sensing something coming off of the woman in front of you. Mm. You're not sure, though. <sighs> Unfortunately, we have Getting no... a lot of interference yeah. from the other person behind you. <laughs> All right. Well, I still have half of that phone number, so mm. if we can manage to figure out what that is yeah. or it's related to... You have the first five digits. Uh, Just because she doesn't... She's not a myth as me, she doesn't have a pact. Yeah, uh, that's but that's the thing, right? Like we don't have any hard evidence against her. <laughs> Throw the ball at her. <laughs> Oops, um, sorry. No, it's well, just... it doesn't work on packed users. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oops, the um, civil check. But yeah, like unless we get some sort of like hard evidence that stuff's fishy, I don't think my postcognition is necessarily like evidence, as it were. All right, but at this very moment, while we're still kind of thinking, you notice that Thalestra is again getting suspiciously. Larger than before? Mm. Are you going to say anything? Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Very slowly. I, I, so I, I noticed this. Usual six foot uh, to maybe seven, eight. <laughs> the Lester just becomes taller than anything else in the room. Yeah. The Lester yeah. and the Lister are just gonna eat someone. Mm. Not, not like larger, but like taller. Kind of like a lengthening shadow. <laughs> right. Um, Alright, well, we don't have anything else that we can sort of go through for now. But uh, if you do think of anything else, please be sure to give us a call. I will. Thalestra, I believe our work is done here for now. And I, I do kind of give you like a nod, like a motion of my hand behind the back of like, yo, cool it. Very well. I shall be making sure to give Scotland Yard a call in regards to the table. Um, what the about last... the lamp? Bam! <laughs> <laughs> what about your blaster? <laughs> okay, she doesn't need to be petty. It's just so fun. <laughs> I, I reach through with the wraith touch and fuck up some of her wires. So... <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm. Um, the last word just says, "Until we meet again, Miss Chambers." She just narrows her eyes at you a bit. Uh, so in the elevator ride back down, Blackmore was like, "Well, I have to say." <clears throat> She is right, you can't just go around picking up suspects. Though, if you had managed to hold off a little bit longer, maybe we could have gotten some hard evidence to pin against her. Still, like the effort, though. Just maybe tone it down a small bit. If she refuses to cooperate, then she is of no use to So, the two of you, as you're mulling this over, go back downstairs. I and could consume her. <laughs> I would eat, I'll eat her memory. <laughs> that but would create no, more problems. By the time you get downstairs, Quincy, a few minutes And... Done. Uh, and there are the videos for the time period last night. And yeah, it. Uh, so basically, you have. I'm shaking hands with the guy. Yeah. So with a team effort. Oh, you're very good at this. I must appreciate your efforts. Uh, I have a young one at home. He's taught me how to use the touch screen. They are so handy with this. Oh. And so and how to use the internet. So and it's at this point that you two re-enter the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quincy, what have you managed to find out? Uh, well, actually, we've just found the videos. So, yeah. The... We were up there for 30 minutes. <laughs> the older man je- uh, directs her attention to the screens, and it does show him going to the front doors of the apartment building, speaking to a smallish figure outside, and he l- 
opens the door, lets her in, and she comes in, and before he can step after her, she just begins running towards the stairwell, mm -hmm. and as he's trying to uh, go after her, as soon as she goes past the first stairwell, uh, it just seems to be, like, in the space of three seconds, she goes up the entire staircase and is at the woman's front door. Okay. So, yeah, yes. it is this blur of Are movement. you sure? Three, three seconds is maybe a little fast. How many floors is that? Uh, five stories is about 50 feet. So that's, I want to say, maybe about 35 to 40 steps. So, you know, even if you're taking them two at a time, a human would probably take about seven. Like, and that's assuming, like, you are running the whole time. This isn't like Sonic Boom territory, though, right? No. Okay, good. I just wanted to double check. Because yeah. for that reason, in my mind, I thought it was like 20 stories. I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah, no, it's, it's a five-story book. Okay, yeah. okay, we're good then. We're good. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to fight so I can go that fast. Yeah. <laughs> you have to misunderstand, detectives. I must go fast. <laughs> and you also have the video of her um, outside. And um, what you see is that, um, yeah, the girl is outside. She seems to be speaking to the woman inside. It's maybe a, about... The girl is standing in the open doorway for maybe 30 seconds or so. You can't see Miss Chambers beyond that, but yeah, the woman seems to invite the little girl in, and then the woman just uh, closes the door gently behind her. Okay, oh, so, so she invited her in. Well, invited her in, and also it was not the, you know, oh, uh, like, you know, someone was asking to use the phone through the door conversation that she, that Chambers said it was. Yeah, well, and also she, the only way, well, I wait. Is the inviting people in the thing are real? No, right? Yes, yeah. we determined yeah. it. No, we yeah. determined oh, okay. it was. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. So, but well, the thing is, it's very obvious, like, based on what Chambers told us, that this is yeah. not how things went down. Yeah. She lied! Okay, and as for outside, uh, Chip, what else have you been up to in terms of investigating stuff? Is there anything else that you want to determine, or...? Um, He'll look for blood splatter, like, leaving the area. You do see a few drops leading away as well. All right, he'll go investigate those and mm. uh, basically start mapping out, like, what cameras might have caught. Mm. Okay, yeah, you do see, um, yeah, you do think that there are, you do mentally get a, like, look around, see a few cameras and stuff, so you do think that you could, you know, give their serial numbers to Scotland Yard and have them bring a few things up. Yeah. Uh, question. Does any of the, the outside stuff catch her after she left, like, through the window? Um... Like, do we see, like, a few minutes, like, uh, what, however many times between her entering and, you know, do we see, like, the window shatter and her, like, hit the lawn and go running? Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that that's something that you'll have to investigate back in Scotland Yard. Okay, so that's, that'll be caught in the other CCTV. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Um. Alright. So, yeah. Um, hmm. So, I guess we reconvene. And basically, Blackmore, go, Blackmore says, well, it's fairly obvious that she's um, lying. Whatever happened in the apartment is not a, as what she, it was not an incident. And she seemed to, after dealing with a vampire, call a number. Uh, and he, like, hands out uh, an area code with two digits. Unfortunately, it's not much. The only thing that it does look like is it looked an awful lot like that burner cell phone we managed to get off of one of uh, the McCarthy boys back a few weeks ago. But that's a tenuous connection at best. Right. And... She has powers. Maybe dangerous. Right, well... Oh, and we're probably going to get a public complaint from her regarding some sort of broken table. Why is there a broken table? Would you prefer... I threw her out the window? 
why did you need to do either of those things? It's part of the questioning process. <laughs> Detective work. <laughs> I felt it would be more expedient. Right, so you shook down on the crime victim where we have no evidence to pin anything illegal on her and have no way to detain her because and whatever this weird con that required faking a vampire attack he seems unconvinced is he now now let's keep our tensions low here you know we we're all on the same side maybe you should tell her that Anyways, maybe next time we uh, talk a little more and don't break any tables, but I'm sure it was an accident, right? No. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, maybe hopefully next time it'll be an accident. Right. Well, um, maybe it looks like we can use this video evidence and maybe try and file for her to be put into protective custody. Mm-hmm. Because clearly she was targeted. Possibly, though I don't think she's going to be in any mood to deal with Scotland Yard in any manner that isn't through a lawyer. If we can manage to find the vampire, though, we might have some sort of way of getting something out of her that pins her to a crime scene. Thalestra, do you have any abilities? And I, I kind of noticed the blood trail that Chip has been following. Thalestra, do you have any abilities in regards to tracking? <laughs> Since blood? Uh, I kind of don't think I so. I smell it. I yeah. don't believe so. Okay. Let me see. Mm. Damn. Mm. I know that Chip has the scent ability that he has for Mace. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to use my tremor sense. Is there anything um, weird nearby, like, seismically, in terms of like, I, I look for like cracks in walls or weird holes in the ground or anything mm. hidden or under anything? Use, reach out with your senses? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, roll a perception check. Or, well, I guess roll your ability. My ability always, always works. Oh. It, it's like. Um, crap. Like whatever the super sense thing is, right? Like whatever. Yeah, it's a super sense thing. You don't have to roll it. Just like I don't have to roll my my tracking bike. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the radius is like fifty feet around me. All right. So like any weird holes um, in the ground, holes in the walls. No, no, you don't really sense anything yeah, like, like that in your body. There's like a big footprint or something. Nothing. Yeah. If this vampire hit the ground, then it wasn't enough to crack the pavement. Okay. Mm -hmm. This last super heavy vampire. This vampire is incredibly dead. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I'll, I'll trap the, the blood. Okay, so, um, crouching low to the ground, you obtain the whiff of blood, and there is a very odd sense to it. Like, you know, blood always has that irony, metallic smell to it, but there's something else mixed in with it that you can't Poor quite place. So, getting that sort of whiff in your nostrils, you're able to get an idea of a scent, like a trail. And you begin to follow this trail, um, making your way down the sidewalk, across the street, um, you know, sort of like holding a hand up for traffic as you follow it along. But yeah, the re for the rest of you watching, it looks like Chip's following something. All right, well, follow the yank. Okay, so um, on foot, this is going to take about maybe half an hour or so. But eventually, the scent leads you to what seems to be a very large... Um,
sort of like building that was maybe under construction a while ago, but they stopped three quarters of the way through. Like it's this big sort of concrete style structure, very large in scale and stuff like that with a number of, you know, fences and plastic tarps and stuff indicating it's a construction zone and stuff. Mm. But as you're get moving towards the structure, you see that um, past the fence indicating that people can't enter, there are a number of vans on the inside. Mm. Um, that seem to be parked outside the front entrance, and there are a couple of men moving between the vans and talking to each other and stuff. Mm. Do they look like construction workers? Um, like you're not sure. Workers? Not you're not sure from this distance. Mm. Or, well, from this distance, would I be able to discern that? Are they wearing their high vis vests? Uh, yeah, oh. they are wearing high vis vests. Okay, so maybe they're construction workers, or they're just people that care about safety. And you should too, listeners at home. Mm. Yeah, uh, safety is no joke. Right. So uh, Chip will. Uh, uh, call for the van. Okay. I assume that uh, Irvine is... On my way. And then, yeah, you hear it rev in the background before the call I kind of became Batman. Well, it turns out, like, weeks of not eating will do that. Yeah, so course. it's like, I do imagine that Irvine's body is, like, powering itself on pure will, mm. but, like, he's still, like, a shell of a human on the inside. Um, I will say that after you guys headed up the driveway, he went to a nearby hot dog cart, and you saw him carrying, like, this enormous bundle ah, back. He's refueling. Yes. <laughs> the most, probably, like, the most macro-efficient meal possible, a hot dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Carbs and protein. <laughs> so, yeah, looking around, you th- yeah, it seems as though these guys are talking to each other and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. you also see that they, yeah, have, uh, the van is open, and you see a large amount of equipment inside, it seems? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, does the trail take us through the van's chip? Well, the trail takes us to the... It takes it. It's leading inside towards this building. It leads to the building. So I wait for Irvine to come. Okay. I get my blunderbuss and vest out. Okay. I'm in pursuit of a dangerous, a dangerous creature. Uh huh. As such, as my authority as a mythos unit officer, I can go anywhere. Okay. I can do anything. <laughs> well, no, like literally, it, I can't be stopped by private property if, like, if I was chasing a, a literal murderer. Yes. So, okay, so um, you pull, so you begin. <laughs> so as you watch, the van pulls up, and uh, yeah, the back immediately opens up. You head in there, take out the blunderbuss, begin strapping on your high tech vest and stuff like that, just making sure that you're well protected and stuff. And so yeah, you hop out of the back and load up the blunderbuss and head towards the construction site. Yep. So the men there are talking to each other, uh, and one of them just. Uh, looks over, he sees you approaching, and he just Are said something into in? what appears to be like yeah. a walkie-talkie that's strapped to the front of his vest, and then uh, pardon me, sir, um, I'm going to have to ask you to remove yourself from the premises, please. We're currently... Mythos unit, there's a dangerous creature on... Sir, I understand that you might be with the police inspectors, but at the moment we've got this uh, rather voyeurlink pest uh, infestation that's going on below decks. We're trying to exterminate it, and... Uh, we can't guarantee anybody's safety if they were to head in here. This building's being fumigated? Uh, we're currently investigating. Should we find that there are a number of dangerous things that would have to be fumigated? There's a deadly vampire inside that building. It will kill all of you if you set foot in there. I am going to go get it. I see. That sounds horrible, sir. Please, by all means, go right ahead. And so, yeah, he's going to step aside, and he's going to let you pass. Do these vans have any sort of, like, branding on them as pest, like, um, control? Yeah, yeah, there seems to be a large picture of this cartoony-looking cockroach. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be, uh, 
Yeah, Michael's Extermination Company. Okay, I'm gonna roll Knowledge uh, Scotland Yard 17, Inspector. Empathy. Mm-hmm. Empathy. 17, Empathy. Um, okay, just a moment. He seems to be... Lo- he's gesturing with one hand for Chip to enter. The other hand is going behind his back. Whoa, is he crossing his fingers? Now we're uh, gonna shoot him with a gun! Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, he thinks psych! Psych is actually being fumigated. Uh, so, question. Knowledge Scotland Yard Investigator with a 7 plus 12. Uh, 22. Um, is this a, like, is Michael's pest inspection a known front for the McCarthy family? Why? Yes, it is. <laughs> Specifically, there is a lieutenant in the McCarthy family. His and name it, is Michael. Actually, um, his name is Michael St. Michaels. Wow. And Classic Mike. Yeah. Classic so, double Mike. Uh-huh. Mike squared. So, uh, yes, he's known to be a very intelligent and cunning member of the McCarthy crime family. And you know that this is their front uh, for when they need to transport large-scale equipment or arms or things like that. Okay, so yeah. Um... I, I suppose I, I, like, see the thing, it clicks in my head, and I see the guy reaching behind his back, and I just kind of go, oh, hell. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got a 12 on my luck control. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that, right, right this way, officer, and as you immediately head, he makes a motion as if to pull something out, but then, <clears throat> and he sort of, like, ends up. And the, and the and the I'm gonna walk over to yeah. him. Oh, are you okay? And I'm gonna so, reach back. <laughs> I'm gonna reach behind and grab it, grab his arm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say that we're rolling initiative for this. Yeah. Okay. So everybody roll two d ten. And it's just dexterity, right? Uh, sense modifier. Sense. Uh, question. What did we discern again? Was the null the action required to switch out powers? Um, that's a full round action. Okay. Uh, uh, Sixteen. Could I get everybody's recorded uh initiative? Eighteen. Please? Um, is it, which one is it? Is uh, it the second one? It, initiative should be listed up here. Initiative plus two. There you plus go. Two. So add oh. two to the result. Sorry, 12. plus two is uh, 19. Wait, 10. Do you have uh, initiative plus two? or? Uh, I've got sense plus three. So that would be plus three then. Yeah, so, oh, is it just your sense score? It's your sense score, and if you have taken the feat improved initiative, that also boosts it up. Oh, okay. Don't so, roll. Huh? Uh, you do need to roll and add whatever you get oh, to you. Okay, so it's a roll plus our sense score plus yes. intervention. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's okay. like D&D. Okay. okay. So it's then... dexterity and then any other thing that yeah. would give you a bonus. Okay, so then uh, 19. 21. Or, sorry, not dexterity, sense. Okay, 21. Just a sec. 21 for Chip. 19 for Franklin. Uh, Thalestra, what did you get? 13. 13, thank you. Fuck, I had tracking too. God damn it. We're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> What kind of tracking do you have? Uh, bugbear tracking. Mm. So, enhanced scent. Well, you guys could have, like, both been sniffing around. Yeah. Okay. Alright, they did not roll well for initiative, so all of you guys get to go before they do. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so one question. Uh, so, for full round actions, do you still get a move, or is that, the like, your action plus your move that's a full round action? Action plus your move. Okay, so if I use a full round action, I can't move anywhere. Got it? Yes, that's okay. correct. So, um, alright, so, um, I'm gonna say that in this chaos, uh, basically a bunch of things happen simultaneously. Chip, you are the first to act. So there are two men here, one of whom is trying to pull something out from behind his back, Quincy is reaching towards him, and the other guy next to him is also aiming to reach for something behind his back as well. Oh, well, um, I'm just gonna say to both of them, drop your weapons and get on the ground. 
Mark of Command. Okay. And this will go. That auto just hit everyone. Uh, it's got. I don't have weapons. No, 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 no not, not us. Yes. No, uh, I'm a, I'm a weapon. Isn't it just for evil doers? I'm an evil. Oh. All right. So, uh, Chip, you're gonna use Bark of Command, and it goes off next turn. Yeah, it goes off next turn if they don't do what I say. Okay. I see. And do you roll anything, or does anything have to be rolled? Uh, it's a automatic, uh, rank seven damage effect. Damn. If they don't comply. Noted. What okay. about? Okay. Uh, but that... I, it takes my whole action. Yes. Like okay. I, I'm not doing anything. Okay, so Franklin, your turn. Uh, okay, so there's the, the... So Quincy's obviously got one guy handled. Yes. So I'm just going to, like, run up to the other guy uh, and more or less just use, like, actual boxer training, like, you know, martial arts training to just right. take him to the ground. Okay, roll... Uh, yeah, roll me a melee attack roll. Okay, so I think that's just... Did I not actually take a melee attack skill? Or is that not a thing in this uh, system? Um, oh, it probably isn't because I've got the attack rating for a specific. Okay. You do have the attack rating. Um, do you have it, it, anything invested in melee or is it just base attack? It's like? uh, specific plus three, which I think was my unarmed, so. Okay. Uh, is there anything I add to this? Like strength and dexterity? Nope. Uh, just roll. Yeah, those are separate. Alright, so that is a 12 okay. plus 3, so that is a 15 altogether. Alright, um, okay, I'm gonna have the guy roll to resist this. Just a moment. Okay, wow, um, yeah, he actually rolled a 15 as well. So, um, he, you come at him and he immediately lets go of whatever he was reaching for and immediately grapples hands with you and the two of you are just beginning to, you know, pull We get into and, a scuffle. Yeah, you get into a scuffle. Yep, the, all the rugby uh, time is coming back. So, uh, then it goes to Quincy. Alright, uh, I'm going to reach and try to grab his hand. Okay. Which I guess is like grapple? Sure. Um, yeah, you can also roll the grapple. So roll, yeah, 2d10. There you go. Uh, that's 12 plus. Um, can you use dexterity? Uh, no, it's your attack rating. Oh, my attack rating. Okay, so that is. Don't you have a higher melee? Yeah, I have a higher melee. So plus 4. Plus. It's. The trade-off is 10, right? So I have a plus 6 damage, which means I would max out at plus 4 to hit? No. Plus 14? No, we're part of level 6 baseline. Okay. Uh, shit, where's my attack over? We're part of level 6 baseline, right? Uh, I think it's part of level 5. Part of level 5. Yeah, yeah. part of level 5, so you would have 6 damage. Oh, 8. Yeah, so attack bonus is 8. Okay. Plus, plus 2 from... from no, you no, no stats, just your attack. Oh, yeah, so, so 8. So uh, that is a uh, 20. God damn. Okay, so yeah, he tries to resist you, but with almost uncanny dexterity, you quickly step behind him, grab his wrist, and you do see indeed that he was reaching for a uh, handgun that was tucked into the back of his waist, oh, or okay. like the back of his uh, pants. Can't, can't be having that. Yeah, so you grab his wrist, immediately pull it upwards so that, uh, yeah, you essentially have him in a, you know, a Lunches. lock. Yeah, and so yeah, you have him grappled at the moment, and he is trying frantically to get away from you. But yep. I'm, just going, I'm just going to be like, um, you should probably do what he said. Okay, uh, Lestra, it's your turn. Um, okay, so these guys are both incapacitated. Uh, um, one of them is incapacitated. Uh, one of the other ones is in a scuffle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna stand and watch you, many uh, <laughs> humans, <laughs> scurrying about. Okay, so you're just gonna so watch. I'm, I'm Whack. Gonna do nothing. All right. Yeah. So, and now it's their turn. So, yeah, uh, they are both. One of them is gonna try and um, let's see. 
So the one who is trying to grapple you, Franklin, uh, he's actually going to... Let me think. Yeah, he actually goes onto the thing that he has on his shirt, which appears to be a walkie-talkie, and... Ooh. Um, uh, yeah, he clicks it and... Uh, Sir, we got trouble here! Um, you're gonna need to get the boys and get out of... And at simultaneously, the guy who you're grappling, Quincy, is gonna try and break free. Okay. Uh, that is, is that an opposed check? Uh, I believe you'll have to roll again to see if you can maintain it. Uh, that is a 19. Okay, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he is just locked in place. Like, he's just trying to pull his arm, but you're just pulling it upward. I stick my finger between the, like, trigger and the... So, even if he were were able to, like, try to shoot, he can't. Yeah. Okay, so, alright, so you lock that into place. And as the two of them are trying to break free, and as the other one is trying to say something into the receiver, suddenly there is a whomp as gravity crashes down full force on the two of them, and they are just impressed into the ground physically. I just quickly let go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I imagine, like, as, like, I start to Wait, actually, it doesn't knock them down, does it? I thought I just did damage. No, it's, um, so it's a, uh, the effect is gravity control. It's a area... Um, damaging effect, but it also... Yeah, does the flatten. Yeah. All right. Okay, so yeah, I imagine, so like, Blackmore's in the, the scuffle with him, and I just start to feel him start to get really heavy, and I know what that means. I just kind of, like, push myself off. All right. So, uh... uh so should I roll damage for that? Um, sure. Roll me, I believe with damage 7, it's 5d6. Yep. So, holy shit. They, they should have done what I said. They should have, but they didn't. Uh... 14. Okay, 14 for each of them. All right. Uh, so, yeah, they are just, yeah, they are down. Like, um, they don't seem to be getting up anytime soon, and one of them is just laying out a... Should have done what the man said, and I will, like, get on the top of the guy that I'm doing, and I zip tie his hands together. All right. And it is as... Hmm. One other thing I do, I grab his radio. Okay. So, yeah, uh, you pull it out. It seems to be a standard sort of thing to be used by, you know, individuals working together and stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I, I imagine he's got, like, a, an earpiece or something like that for it, or is it just, like, broadcast? It seems to be, like, broadcast style. Okay. So I'll, I'll hold on to it just in case. Maybe they might start talking. Maybe if they're stupid, they might not switch channels immediately, and then we can listen in to what they're saying. Okay. Um, all right. And it is as you're getting this that all of you begin to feel... Like, uh, yourself especially, Quincy, because of your tremor sense? I have tremor sense, too. You, the both of you do, that's right. Uh, our you tremor guys, sense is each other. <laughs> our tremor sense is tingling. <laughs> you guys actually sense um, people moving about 100 feet into this building, like a bit of a distance away, but they seem to be like a small team of men that are running up this staircase that seems to be leading down below, and they are bearing some type of a large wrapped package with them. Mm. Whoa. Uh, sort of laden between all of them, but as you s- um, but as you sense them running up these stairs, you also sense just these natural sort of vibrations that are coming through the ground. And you're thinking it's almost like an earthquake, but as you sense parts of the building itself beginning to shift and warp, you realize that it's not a natural phenomenon. Whoa, it's the transformer? This is magic. Uh, and it's uh, with that realization that magic. we're going to In wrap up. Unit? What are the odds? Who knows? But regardless, this is where we're wrapping up tonight's game. All right. So uh, thank you all very much, listeners, for joining us with this installment. And we're going to see what happens next game when, uh, yeah, these guys dive in headfirst and see what 
sort of magic the McCarthy family might uh, have up their sleeve. We're gonna bag us a mummy! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well. Oh, it could be a mummy. The rapper. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably a vampire in a body bag to keep it from bursting into flames in sunlight. Uh, but it could be, you know, a mummy. That's, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, if it is a mummy, it'd be like, whoa, this is a mummy. <laughs> well, I think there's some stuff in the British Natural uh, Museum of Natural History that belongs to you, sir. Somebody <laughs> call Brendan Fraser. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, good night, everyone. Good night. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.